Well, good morning, everybody, and Merry Christmas to all of you. In fact, this is a family service, so I'm assuming some of you have uh, not just kids with you, but extended family maybe who's come to visit. So if, you have, if you're by family, let's just do this. I want you to turn to every person in your family and give them a Christmas kiss. You define that however you want to, but give them a Christmas kiss. Come on. And if you're alone, find somebody good looking and see what happens, all right? Okay, okay, shouldn't take any longer to do than that. I think some of you were going for people that weren't family members. I'm going to forgive you for that. I want to uh, just start by reading a verse. I want us to just look at it together. This is uh, found in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. This is what it says. All praise to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we are united with Christ. You know, I was thinking, uh, this has been uh, quite a few years ago now, but I was thinking in the last couple of weeks about a time we went on vacation, and uh, we had all the kids with us, I think, or pretty much all of them, and we were hauling a camper and, and our big van, you know, and we went up into Maine, and we were there at a campground, and we are having a good time, and then I lost my wallet. Anybody ever lost your wallet on vacation? I mean, it's a horrible experience to have because it had all my credit cards and it had $700 in cash in it, which, uh, of course, is a lot of money today, but it was even more money back then. And I tore the van apart. I tore the camper apart. I mean, I did everything I could, but I was pretty sure that this rotten, nasty-looking kid that I'd seen in the campground had taken my wallet. And, of course, I could, I, 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 I've even figured out how he did it. When I was in the shower, he just, you know, grabbed it, and, and, and I was so upset, but I couldn't, of course, accuse him because I didn't know for sure, but I have to confess that I gave him a lot of nasty looks. Every time he went by, I just tried to shoot him a nasty look. And, and what are you going to do? You can't fix this. You lost your wallet. It's the way it is. You figure it out. So we figured it out. We went on with vacation. We came home, and you get over it. You move on. You take a loss. About a year later, we loaned our van to the youth group here at TVC. They wanted to do some event, and so they used it. And at the end of it, a guy called me, one of the leaders, and said, hey, I've got your wallet. (laughs) Now, it had been a year, and I reached down and felt, and I said, no, I got my wallet right here. He goes, well, okay, dude, but it's got your driver's license and $700 in cash in it. And I'm like, is that the wallet that little creep stole? (laughs) How did he get it back in my van? And I was, you know, I, I felt, I, I, after I started processing it, I was like, okay, I feel kind of bad about all the looks I shot and judging the kid, you know, and everything. But more than that, I was like, glad to have the money. And even more than that, it was just a weird feeling to realize that that which I had lost and mourned and thought was gone forever, I had been practically sitting on for a solid year and didn't even know I had it. It was there the whole time. And when, the, of course, I threatened the youth group leader, I said, you better bring it back with all the cash in it because I know exactly how much it He brought it back. It was all there. But I was driving around totally and completely missing what I already had. How could, I, how could you miss something like that? How could you miss something so obvious as your wallet, 700 bucks? And I don't know where, how, it got, how did I miss it? I don't know. But there it was the whole time. Now, I want to go back and look at this verse again, if I could, please, that we just looked at a minute ago. This is Ephesians 1.3 again. I want you to see, it says, all praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I underlined part of it. Notice that. Who has blessed us with, read it out loud with me, 
every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because, because we are united with Christ. I want you just to think about that for a minute. This means that we have all kinds of gifts in our life. You have all kinds of, you are blessed with every spiritual blessing. You have inside your life, as a part of your life, everything you need, really, you have. I mean, just think about this. You have a God who loves you, which is an amazing thing. You have a hope for eternity. You have relationships with family. You have enough to eat. You have shelter. You have clothing. You have people around you in your life. You Some of you need to hear this piece right now, okay? You have people around in your life, and they're a blessing. In fact, just to drive this home, could you turn to the person next to you and look at them and say, because those people are a gift. This is what I want you to do. I want you to look at the person next to you in a snarky voice. Just say, did you hear him? I am a gift to you. Come on, just say that right now. Okay, I just said to say, I am a gift to you. I understand some of you. I actually saw people going, no, honey, you don't realize it, but you are not a gift to me. Yeah, 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 they are a gift to you. You are sitting on stuff that is such a blessing. Your life is filled. You have all kinds of gifts, all kinds of wonderful stuff in your life. And really all I want to do this weekend, and this is just a short little talk, is just to tell you not to forget how blessed you are. Not to forget how much you have. And even though sometimes people annoy you, and even though things don't go right, you have been blessed with, and I want you to say it out loud with me, every, what? Okay, let's just try that again because it was very confused. I want to hear it, all right? So that means everybody loud. You've been blessed with what? Every spiritual blessing. That sounded good. I mean, you have so much in your life, and I just want you to understand that I get the fact that in your life, see, this is what I worry about. I wish you could hear this, that even though you may have garbage in your life, even though you may have some things in your life that are not going right, things you wish weren't or you wish were different or some bills that weren't paid, whatever it is, even though you have this stuff in your life and you're not denying that, it doesn't negate that that is still true. That was good preaching right there. This doesn't make this not true. Even though that's there, even though that's in your life, this is still true. You have been blessed with every spiritual blessing. Now listen, listen. Unless, unless you are so focused on the junk, unless all you can think about is is the family member that I wanted to come to Christmas couldn't come and so it's just not going to be the same or some other thing happened in your life or maybe you, you went to, you know, at school some kid made fun of you and then other kids took it up and they were chanting it and it broke your heart and it makes you angry and frustrated and see what happens is, and this happens in our lives, is that we see this and we look at this and we stare at it long enough that we forget what we have That we have been blessed with what? Every spiritual blessing. And we don't want to deny that this is here. This is still reality. We know that it's going on. But you have been blessed and you are blessed and you have amazing things in your life. And sometimes I think it is really just as simple as we aren't paying attention. We're not focusing on the right thing. We're not looking at what we really need to look at, and we've forgotten. We're sitting on it, but we're not enjoying the fact that we 
are blessed. Let's try that one out loud. We are blessed. Now look at the person next to you and just say, we are blessed. And then if you want to, you can say, that's me that's a blessing in your life. You don't have to say that, all right? God loves each one of us so much that 2,000 years ago, he became one of us. This is what Advent, what Christmas is about, is that God becomes one of us to communicate his love in such a way that he would come as a babe, grow up, and then offer himself on our behalf so that we could connect with God. That is an unbelievable blessing. That is something that is incredible and amazing, and you have that in your life. It's like, I just wish, and I have to preach this. Trust me, I'm preaching this to myself. Sometimes I get so caught up looking at this stuff. Anybody know what I'm talking about? That I'm sitting on blessings, but I don't even recognize them. But you are blessed. You've been blessed, the Bible tells us, with every spiritual blessing. And you should be enjoying it. You know, the Apostle Paul, I think, put it really well. Actually, I love this scripture. It's a rhetorical question. He says, if God is for us, read the rest of it with me, who can be against us? I mean, the question is asked and answered right there. If God is for you, who can be against you? You have been blessed with every spiritual blessing. And of course, I think sometimes what happens is we just get so locked in on this that we forget this is true. And this is what I want to say, and this is going to sound horribly simplistic, but take it for what it's worth. I actually think that if you can just change what you're looking at, you can change your life. I I, I believe this. I actually believe if you will change what you're looking at, you can change your life. Because when you turn, you say, I'm not denying that that's there. I know that I lost a loved one in the last year, and Christmas may not be the same this year. And I know that I'm going through a divorce, or I have a heartbreak, or some other thing happening. I know all these things are there, and maybe they're not going away right away. But this is still true. We are blessed with every spiritual blessing. Do not forget it. Don't forget what God's done for you. It's amazing. Now, kids, you know the story of Grinch, right? Everybody knows the story of Grinch. And I think he's somewhere around here. Where's the Grinch at? Come on out here, Grinch. Yeah, just come on out here, all right? Don't be sneaking around. You know the story of the Grinch, how it goes. He was such a miserable cuss. He was so ornery and sneaky and angry, and he was miserable about his whole life. And the truth is, he kind of thought to himself, You know, I'm miserable. Everybody else should be miserable. And so he looks down at the who's down in Whoville. You know how that story goes, right? And he sees that they're happy and they have a good life and something's going well for them. And so he thinks to himself, I actually don't know what all he thought, but I think he thought maybe if I could get their stuff, if they couldn't get what they want for Christmas, then they won't be happy. They'll be miserable like me. And so he went down that night. You know this on Christmas Eve. And he took all the stuff that the Who's had down in Whoville, everything, loaded it up, hauled it back up to his miserable cave, only to find out that when you're miserable, getting more stuff doesn't make you happy. Good preaching again. When you're miserable, getting... I can't complain. I'm in this nine-day without complaint thing. How you all doing on that one? Yeah, who are you laughing at now, all right? Miserable people. Don't become happy because they get more stuff. 
And then that morning, you know how the story goes, he heard the who's down in Whoville. And instead of crying and angst that he thought he'd hear, he heard them singing something wonderful. And he learned a lesson that day. What he learned is, is that miserable people don't get happier by getting more stuff. And happy people don't get miserable by not getting everything they want. The truth is, it's about what you are looking at. And that day, that day the story tells us that the Grinch's heart grew. How big did it get? Got a picture of it? That big? No? Got bigger? How big? You're shaking your hands. How, did it got that big? Bigger? How big? Oh, it got really big. (laughs) And now, now the Grinch has, you're hot. You're sweating under there, aren't you, Grinch? (laughs) Sucks to have fur, doesn't it? You got to shave your back too. All right. Anyhow, he has a huge heart now. And it is because of recognizing this one thing. Getting more doesn't make you happier. And getting less doesn't make you miserable. It's what you look at. Do you see the trash or do you see the gift? We are blessed with what? Every spiritual blessing. So I hope you'll take that to heart. Hey, Grinch, you got something for the kids? You want to give them some? I'll help you with this too, all right? All right, here. This is chocolate. Protect your head. Are you ready? You got a lousy throw, Grinch. All right. Okay, good, good. That, that should do it. All right, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to pray and then we're going to worship more because, because we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing. So would you join me in prayer and then we'll sing together. We're so grateful, God. So thankful for your amazing love. So thankful that we are blessed with so much. And now we remind ourselves we are blessed and we tell you we want to bless you. We love you. Thank you for what you've given us. In Jesus' name, let's say together, amen, amen.